the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Friday, Friday, June the 2nd. Happy birthday, Joe Petrosino, on a Friday evening. Well, uh, beautiful. What a week, weather-wise. Wow. But I will tell you, um, in the world of, of lawyering, Memorial Day seems like it was like New Year's Eve. That's how far back um, it seems because... There was a lot of lawyering this week, and um, I'm very proud of that. I have no problem telling you that. Simultaneously, uh, Mary and my wife, who many of you heard last night on the show when we were from the Christian J. Santo uh, Legacy Foundation, which was a wonderful event, when I told her, so basically Monday you know, was Memorial Day, and then Tuesday I spent all day really behind closed doors preparing for the cases that were on Wednesday and Thursday. And so I haven't been in the office uh, Wednesday or Thursday. And then today, when everyone was expecting to be there, I say, no, I'm going to Hofstra University. And they look at me like, why are you going to Hofstra University? I said, oh, well, there's a big convention. Now, they're expecting me to say the Criminal Bar Association, the New York City Bar Association, the Colombian Lawyers Association. Um, I said, no, it's actually about talk radio. And my wife, Marianne, mumbles under her breath. Certainly taking a lot of time. And, you know, <laughs> she's she's right. I mean, I do uh, I do dedicate myself to a lot of different projects. And, you know, my band Rapid Pulse is playing on June the 22nd. And today uh, I had a little email banter with some very, very, very prestigious lawyers here in the city of New York. And we got into, in the middle of some heavy legal stuff. We got into having a little fun uh, over text and email. So I sent them the uh, the flyer to the June 22nd gig at the Iridium. And um, then we had to have a phone call to follow up. And they were like, "You bro, that, that, that poster's so cool. You guys look so great. Um, and we had, you know, they knew we played in December. We heard you great. We're going to try to get there. And I was like, yeah, because I, I don't have anything going on in my life. I figured, yeah, let's reinstitute my high school band. And one of the lawyers, his lawyer's name is Barry Burke. And he is, he's really the, the creme de la creme, top of the heap of, of lawyers. And he said something like, basically, the busiest people are, are the ones that really are shining in, the, in our society. He was much more eloquent than that. But he was complimenting me for dedicating myself to all of these different aspects of the world. 
whether it be the law, obviously, the this radio show, obviously, playing in the band, the Friars Club, and, and you know, there's my three children and all that other stuff. And today I'm at Hofstra at a, a convention called Talkers, and guess what it's about? Yes, people who talk. And I am in a gorgeous, gorgeous studio right now. I mean... I, you know, I go to ABC and obviously our own home studio. This is nicer than any of that here at Hofstra. And I'm, I'm being very sincere. Um, and someone who can attest to that is the great Joan Pelzer. Joan. Yes. Hello, Arthur. Uh, well, how, talk about the studio. It's gorgeous. Right? <laughs> I really wish we had. Thanks a lot, Matthew. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank, thanks for being awake, Sam. It's Bellina. gorgeous. It's got soundboards. It's ginormous. It's and, got no, a piano. It's got state-of-the-art equipment. How about that? We're at a table, a huge round table. I got to take some pictures and photos of this. And we have, we have students with us. We, we have, have Caroline. We have Brendan. They're I mean, engineering, and Caroline's our newest intern. She'll be starting with us. We're very excited, okay, and we're grateful can, to John Mullen. Caroline, if I can give you just one tiny piece of advice, if that's okay, um... Every once in a while, like Joan may ask for um, some coffee or something, just go with the decaf. Just, just Please, go for all okay. of us, Caroline. Okay, you got that. That's that's your only yep. rule, decaf. Okay, I, when it comes it. when it comes to Joni Pelzer, just because God has blessed her with an amount of energy and enthusiasm and and motivation yeah. that doesn't really need any kind of outside help. Uh, That's look who's awesome. calling the kettle black. Joan, there's probably 250 people here at the Talkers event. I think you invited 248 of them to come on the I show did. today. Why don't you? You should come on today. Come on, no, you. Why don't you come on tonight? You'll come on with Arthur. Come on. I said, Joan, Joan. It's it's basically 46 minutes without the commercial. Like we can't. You have usually to. have to say stop. Yeah. Well, I was breathe. very. I, listen, I, Joan. I couldn't do this without you. I say that all the time. I couldn't do this without you. Well, that may be true <laughs> as well, but. Um, I took a quick look at the um, – so I've been here at this this uh, beautiful campus, and it's beautiful. Thanks to Andy. Thanks to Andy Gladding, who was with us yesterday. Uh, and um, also our boy, Sibelia. Uh, Sibelia. Whose picture's Joey, hanging up on the wall over here. By the way, you know that this studio, this station – is, is a Marconi G- Award winner. Oh, I thought it was you were going to say it was like a Joe Sibelius station. It is, but it's a Marconi winner. That's okay. a big deal. So I got a little, oh, four of them. They got four of them. I can't we have four of them. We four have some special them. guests here from Hofstra. But I want to talk a little bit about what's in the news. Only because one of them, I mean, it's like this big story. There's just people who grab the headlines. And even if there's really nothing special to talk about, they're in the headlines. So now today on Friday, June the 2nd, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. And that when he was booked in the Manhattan jail, he had to fill out a form. And he revealed in a health screening that he had more than 10 female sexual partners within the past five years. The guy was a single multimillionaire or billionaire. Yeah. This is news. I mean, it would be news if he said he had less than 10 female sexual partners over the last five years. I mean, come on, give me a break. And that he previously was treated for chlamydia. Okay, yeah, we're not talking about herpes that stays with you forever. We're not talking about AIDS, which could kill you. We're talking about chlamydia. Well, I'm on a college campus. God knows what's going on here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. At least somebody here is laughing about that. Um, We missed him last night, the one laughing. I know, I know. Sam Bellino, yeah. Well, he was doing family stuff. I'm not blaming him. So when when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein, I actually saw him... Two days, I believe, before uh, his death. 
I was representing a client, um, actually a client of Italian origin. He was an Italian citizen who happened to be in the MCC. And um, and boy, did I do him a solid. I got him out of the MCC maybe two weeks before COVID hit and shut the world down. And he got to spend it in a, an apartment in Staten Island and, and, and while his case was pending, as opposed to being in the MCC, which basically the uh, jail officials nationally, their way to protect everyone from the COVID was to just keep everyone locked in their cells, which is really not a lot of fun. Um, I mean, and these, I mean, you're like, well, Arthur, they're, they're convicted criminals. No, these are not convicted criminals. These are people who have been charged with a crime. Bail has been set. They haven't been able to make bail or a judge decided, well, there is no sufficient bail. So they're in the United States of America. They're innocent until proven guilty. So to be locked in your cell for a whole year, they were allowed out like literally 15 minutes a week. And they had to make a decision to take a shower or call home. Legit. So, uh, you know, I remember the morning, it was uh, in the summertime, I was representing Harvey Weinstein at the time, and basically what happened was Jeffrey Epstein came into play, and he knocked Harvey off the front pages, and then I believe it was August when Epstein died, um, and I said, I spoke to Harvey later that day, I said, this is not good, I said, because in two or three weeks, they're going to stop talking about him, and then you're back in the news again, and that's exactly what happened. Um, they have the the they, they found Jeffrey Epstein the, the Rikers um, the MCC suicide log watch, and they talk about you know they went in at six o'clock. Inmate Epstein is sleeping. Six fifteen. Inmate Epstein is sleeping. Six thirty. Inmate Epstein is awake. I mean they're checking on him every fifteen minutes. So what they did was talk about knee jerk reaction. We now represent Ghislaine Maxwell who was part of the Jeffrey Epstein case after he killed himself. And then she gets arrested. They then, uh, they don't just like look in to see if Ghislaine Maxwell's sleeping. They're going in and basically waking her up to make sure that she's like not dead. So it was really, uh, you know, a, a, a poor Ghislaine suffered because of Epstein's suicide. There's a lot of pictures online now of what uh, his jail cell looked like after they removed his body. Look, the question over whether he killed himself, they have a picture online of, uh, of the noose that he put around his neck. Whether he killed himself or whether someone killed him or had him killed, I don't know if we're ever going to answer that question. Um, and I also want to come back to the Queen's case of the man who acted in self-defense and shot the guy who was going to mug him. They set bail on him, and I don't know if he's going to be able to make it bail because he had all these guns and these guns at home. So he did he did not get charged with the murder. Like the prosecutor's office said, okay, this is a self-defense case, but it was illegal to have all those guns. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But we're here live from Hofstra University in this beautiful studio. We're going to bring in some Hofstra folks to talk about them. And uh, this is one of the shining stars of the state of New York. So don't go away. We'll be right back. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust at a time 
where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer for topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. Okay, folks, exciting news from Connors and Sullivan. We all know that we need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. We know we need to address our estate plan. And how are you going to do that? Our friends at Connors and Sullivan are going to give you a free seminar and have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, June 19th at Buckley's Restaurant in Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island. 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, June 21st at the Greenhouse Cafe and 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Thursday, June 22nd at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Maspeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Friday, June 23rd at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. 718-238-6500. And as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all listen to am 970 the answer on alexa tune in iheart or odyssey.com what's going on here sam Marino? why are we playing love songs on a friday evening <laughs> Well, because today happens to be Tony Hadley's birthday, 63, singer in Spandu Ballet. And come on, wow. there's a lot of love in the air. Uh, is there? I don't know. Andy Gladding just walked into the studio. I don't know if I would say that's love in the air. I would say girth. <laughs> Maybe there's a lot of girth in the air, but I don't know about love. A lot of hair, a lot of hair in the air. But um, welcome back to the Idola Power Hour here on AM 970, The Answer. And uh, we are at uh, the WRHU studios here in uh, Long Island, Nassau County. We're at Hofstra University, and I have the privilege of, and I, I don't say that lightly, of speaking to the dean of the school of the Larry Herbert School of Communications, Mark Lukashevitz. Wow, that was a great mnemonic you gave me how to remember how to say your last perfect. name. Yeah. Well, welcome to uh, the Idola Power Hour, Dean. Thank you. Um, welcome to Hofstra. I don't mean to throw you a curveball, but do we know who Lawrence Herbert was? We do know. First of all, let's not say was, is. Is. Okay, uh, sorry. Excuse Lawrence you. Herbert, excuse uh, me. Health, healthy and hearty into his 90s. Nice. Um, yeah, Love that. He uh, visits school regularly. He texts mm-hmm. me all the time. Uh, so Lawrence Herbert is an engineering graduate of Hofstra University, Korean War vet who came back uh, and was working in the printing trade and saw that there was a real problem with clients where a client for printing said, I want this color red, and the printer delivered a different color red. And he said, why don't we codify colors so that you know exactly the formula you're getting? 
And he invented the Pantone color system. Hence the colors on the wall. So all of the stuff you guys, you know, when you go to the paint store and you get those paint strips and yep. chips, that that whole idea of having a system for that was his invention. It's the standard in textiles. It's the standard in printing. So my man's got some gelt, I'm and assuming. He, uh, <laughs> yes, he, he uh, made a very nice living off of that and gave some of it. To the well, I mean, I, I can't compliment you guys enough. I mean, I have Andy Gladding here uh, on the line. Andy, you know how to use this equipment? Is this... I've, I've seen it once or twice. Because, you sure. yeah, but I mean, it's a little different than uh, 111 Trinity, uh, the Trinity building. Uh. Well, you know, it's, it's funny when because I, I have the unusual situation that I, I built this studio and I built the one at 111 Broadway. So, you know, they what the, the, at the end of the day. Was the budgets like, a little different? Uh I mean, you know, I think it would be like apples and uh, I hear the cash register, apples and bananas. But you know, it, it, I think at the end of the day, the idea is to be able to get the content out to the air, and both st- and both facilities do a terrific job of that. And yeah, but this one's like nicer. It, 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 I, I would say that. You know, I would uh, say the apple's probably a bit more ripe over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's just. And well, I, I, this is one of what four, four or five studios we've got here yes. because the uh, the radio station, which is a real crown jewel of the communications program here. Uh, they're often doing three, four, five things at once, and the studios are big enough that you can teach. No, and, is, and you you haven't is, even seen the audio classroom across the hall. There's a full classroom and audio lab and mixing suite for the curriculum. So brag about your school hall. a little bit, Dean. <laughs> we're, we're talking, about, we're talking to the dean say? about the communications well, we gotta, here at Hofstra University. Go ahead. Go for it. we got to start with WRHU-FM, which is 60-plus uh, years in the radio business here continuously at Hofstra University, which is about half the lifespan of the radio industry right there. Um, four-time Marconi Award winner. Every year they're winning Press Club of Long Island Awards, AP Press Awards for the journalism that they do. They do a half-hour newscast. They do a two-hour morning show. They do music. They do a ton of sports, and we're launching a new sports media degree program in the fall here. So I heard. Students who want to learn about sports media and get into that business, we've got a new degree program specially for them. Um, But we're really – it's a terrific program. I've been here five years now, and – was very fortunate to land here at a place that already had a strong program and have just spent my time trying to build it up. And so you missed resources. the glory days of Joseph Bilia being here. I did miss the glory. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard tell. Uh, but, yeah, I missed the glory days. But we've, we've had some, uh, some amazing people here. And the students, whether they're studying journalism or public relations or audio radio or film, we have a huge film program, television, digital media. Uh, we call ourselves a school of storytelling. Because that's, that's the connective tissue. That's the glue that holds everything together. Every person in this building, and the students tend to take their classes here, and then they hang out here, and then they do one of the five television network programs or one of the 10 or 20 radio programs or making the 70 or 80 films they make every year. Uh, they're, they're interested in telling stories in one medium or another. Where does the student body come from? Like so, geographically. So it's interesting. Hofstra University is, I would say, right now about 50% New York State, 50% out of state. This school, the communication school, is about 30% New York State, 70% out of state. Wow. So we have students from all over you're, the place. You're pulling have, them in. Yeah, we have students from California. We have students from uh, Texas. We have students from Florida. Andy, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the faraway, uh, the faraway <laughs> coast of Long Island, uh, Suffolk County. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of like another state. No, no, <laughs> um, no. no. We, we, we get a lot. Of, we get uh, international students as well. Um, and, and we also, one of the great things about the school and the activities we have here, but particularly about WRHU, that people don't understand sometimes is not all of the students involved in WRHU are communication students. They're political science students. They're engineering students, computer science students. One of the great things about Hofstra is we have this 
big communication school, 800 or so undergraduates here. But we're within a liberal arts university. So our students are mixing with computer scientists and engineers and medical students and law students and philosophy students and drama majors and dance majors. Um, and they really get a well-rounded education and uh, exposure to the world and exposure to people from other places, from other cultures, uh, to really get a, a well-rounded education before they leave here. Well, it sound, it, I will tell you, it looked great. I was interviewed by one of your students today. Um, I believe her name is Alex. She mm-hmm. was out there doing a stand-up. And she, I, this is how silly I am on a Friday. She's she's got an anchor around her neck, or, you know, on a chain. <laughs> so I'm like, like looking at Andy. I'm like, "What do you have a boat?" And she's like, "Well, no, I kind of want to be an anchor person." So someone gave me an anchor. I'm like, "I'm sorry, I should have got the memo." I see John Mullen. You're here, John. Introduce yourselves because you don't need any introduction from me. <laughs> I'm John Mullen. I'm the uh, general manager of WRHU FM, and uh, we're a proud supplier of talent for Salem. <laughs> Andy and Joe Sevilla and many others, Caroline and. Uh, we, we have a great relationship with uh, the Salem family, and we love sending young talent to you guys to work with all of you. And thank you for coming here to inspire our uh, No, our the, the pleasure is all mine. Um, Caroline, I believe, is going to come and hang out with us, and, and I'm looking forward to that. Tell me the gratification you get out of watching these young people and watching people like Andy and Joe move on to such great well, it's, careers. It's, it's a wonderful experience. Young people come here with passion and drive, and they spend their time learning technology, learning the craftsmanship, and learning from uh, our wonderful faculty and in our incredible facilities. They experiment at the radio station, and they go on for internships and careers. We have a wonderful broadcast partner in the New York Islanders. We produce and distribute their um, live game programmings. The students do everything. They're on the air. They're behind the scenes. They go in the live rooms. We send uh, games to Salem and to ESPN and to NHL.com and Sirius. So the students get a lot of experience. We send students to the New Hampshire primary and the Republican and Democrat national conventions. Uh, we I brought students to uh, Radio Row for the inauguration. So the students get a lot of wow. hands-on experience. I mean, that's, that, I, I, yeah. I'd like to come back and be a student. Dude, bring, <laughs> bring me to Radio Row for the inauguration. Well, we have a wonderful uh, across the hall. Our right? idea of, what, of the inauguration is like sitting in Gladding's house and for, <laughs> Garrison Beach with a Budweiser at uh, you know at noon and you know cracking it open and watching I, I the have, I have an, an inaugural cocktail ready for me when I get home. All right, there you go. Katie told me. And uh, one of our we actually have a little recording studio across the hall, the academic audio classroom. We need to put your band in there. You can record an album. Oh, there you go. No, no, I, I cannot state enough. I mean, we we just did a the part of this talkers convention. We were in your television studio. I mean, it, yes. the thing is. I, you know, look, I worked at Fox News for 12 years. I mean, it's on par with anything over there. 3,800 square feet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's no joke. And uh, what do you do in the, the photo studio, in the uh, television studio? The television studio? studio? Yeah. So there's a student-run television network that has five shows. Uh, Hofstra Today, which is a sort of magazine news show. They have a sports show, a film show. They have a sketch comedy show this this is a story i love it's and it's going to be in its 22nd season this year it's called thursday night live and it was invented 22 years ago by a bunch of students who were fans of saturday night live and they said we want to do something like that and they created a show won a student emmy a couple of years ago uh, and they do a live sketch comedy with a band your band could play on that show wow look <laughs> at this uh, yeah and they and they do all of that and then of course that's that's just the stuff they do outside of class in their classes they do big productions in their senior year Uh, And they've actually, because of the size of the studio, we have so many students interested in sports media, uh, they've been starting to do sports production. So you play pickleball? 
I, I know how to spell uh, Okay, you've heard about pickleball. That. Right. So the students staged a pickleball tournament by putting a pickleball court in the studio. The studio is big enough. Oh, yeah, they had yeah, a regulation yeah. pickleball court uh, in the studio, and they did a live coverage of a tournament. So we're, uh, te- we're talking to uh, the dean, um, Lukashevitz, here at Hofstra University School of Communication. I um, Last thing, like, give me besides Sibelia and Gladding, you got a couple <laughs> of other popular alum? Sure. Phil Rosenthal. Uh, you know, of Everybody Loves Raymond is an alum. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of filmmakers. Uh, uh, we've got anchors at ABC7. I don't want to start naming names because okay. I'm going to leave people out and they're okay, going to get annoyed. Okay, okay. But we have, uh, you know, news anchors all over the country. One of our recent graduates is uh, a journalist for The Washington Post right now, Very straight nice. out of uh, undergrad. Uh, we have a, a student who graduated from here a few years ago who just went to work at NPR. Uh, as an anchor. So um, we just keep uh, bringing them out, and uh, so many of the students that pass through this station who sit in the chair you're sitting in right now well, uh, I'm end an, up in it, great places thanks honor. to the help of people like you, and we really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's, it's an honor to be here. I'm, uh, we're going to come back. We're going to have Gladding on. We're going to have, what's your name again? Oh, Sibelia, right? <laughs> Sibelia is here. And, I mean, obviously Sam Boland's in the mood of love because he's playing all these love songs now. It's Friday, I'm in love. Is that what's going on here? Rob? Yes, Maddie it boy? is. All right, so we're at the bottom of the hour, and um, we're going to come back. We'll have some Hofstra folks here. We'll have some news folks here. Sibeli will give us some news. Joni will give us some energy. Joni, you got some Friday energy for us? we got a Padre Lou libation. we got a Padre Lou libation, so we'll have a little bit of fun. All right, listen to the fact that on Friday we're in love, and we'll be right back. AM 970, the answer tonight at 7, fresh off the Talkers Tour as we uh, were out there together today. Christine Nicholas and myself will sit down and talk big stuff on Fun Friday. You don't want to miss it. She's got lots of tips for your weekend and a little bit of gossip to start the show. We'll see you at 7. Mike Gallagher says we have bigger fish to fry. I almost fell off the couch. Do you know they're changing the names of all these military bases that have confederate generals in the title like fort benning in georgia changing the name there's like five or six military bases that's what we're worried about and and this is what the democrats sit around and worry about the mike gallagher show weekdays at 10 on am 970 the answer like am 970 the answer then don't forget to like us on facebook interact with us share your thoughts about your favorite shows give feedback to our hosts share your opinion on hot topics learn about events and more am 970theanswer.com so let me ask you would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school and incurring all that debt one that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work for whom and how frequently Well, there's this high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about. It's called court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. 
Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. Charlie Watts was the original drummer for the Rolling Stones from 1963 until he died in 2021. He actually announced that he was not going to go on the 2022 tour uh, a little bit before his death. 
He would have been 82 today. He died on August the 24th of 2021 at the age of 80. So he was, he's the oldest of all of those, uh, those, those, uh, those guys. Let's see the original members. Mick Jagger is July 26th and Keith is December 18th. Okay. So Mick is older. Yeah. Wow. 43, 1943. Wow. And let me tell you something as of last, um, a year ago, less 10 months ago, they were kicking some major, major butt. It's amazing that I'm jumping up and down, freaking out about guys who are in their 80s. But hey, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that I'm not happy about. That whole Pacino, De Niro becoming dads in their 80s. That That's out of order. That is way out of order. <laughs> but let me tell you someone who is not out of order. Someone who today at the Talkers Convention here at Hofstra University received the most prestigious award, the Freedom of Speech Award. That is Tavis Smiley, the owner of KBLA in California. Welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Mr. Tavis Smiley. Arthur, it's an honor to be on with you, sir. How are you today? Oh, I am just Jim Dandy. I am surrounded here with, you know, all these, like, young students. They're all enthusiastic. They're all excited. And, you know, that, that energy is contagious. Now, it is. I, uh, I had the honor uh, of working at a radio station when I was in college many years ago at Indiana University. Uh, and uh, I was one of those young persons with all that energy. <laughs> and I was just... I was so excited to just soak up everything uh, I could learn about the business, having no idea that I would actually be in the business many years later. Uh, but I remember those days of uh, running around radio stations, trying to learn what I could. And so it's always, it's always a beautiful thing to see those young people so interested to learn. And uh, who knows, those guys could end up being um, the next big names in talk radio, talk television, music radio. You just never know. So you treat everybody with respect because you don't know where they're going to end up being. So, Tavis, I was um, I was asked by one of the young, uh, very young uh, students here, you know, what 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 it's like, what is life in the media like? And I'll give you my answer after you give yours. Sure. Um, What's life like in the media Um, these days? uh, Quite interesting, um, in part because I think that um, we abandon any real commitment to truth. People hear what they want to hear, and they listen to stations that reinforce their own opinions. I'm not sure that we have subjective uh, uh, answers, uh, subjective way of looking at what the truth really is. Number one, uh, number two, um, it, you know, it's 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 uh, the media landscape has changed dramatically, as you well know. Um, it's a very competitive business. Uh, fellow citizens have a, a gazillion things they could do at any point in time. And so being in the media um, is challenging because, again, there's so many other options that people have, including various other media options. So that's always a challenge. Uh, and I think, you know, thirdly, um, economically, it's a challenge. I mean, you know, the, the, the business, again, is changing so much that financially uh, it can be challenging. Uh, but having said all that, I, I love what I do every day. Uh, when I crack that mic, um, it's the most joyous, you know, three hours of my day. So there are lots of challenges, particularly in my case as an owner and an operator and a talent. There are lots of challenges, but there's nothing that brings me more joy than being on the air talking to everyday people. No, I, listen, I'm with you. Now, I'm, I must admit, you know, I'm a little bit of a rookie of having my own show here. What's with cracking the mic? I've heard that like three times today. Is that like a, a term of art here in the world of, uh, of radio? I've said, and all of my friends say who are in the business, you know, when, when you crack the mic, I mean, when you, when you go on the air, 
Uh, and I think I think the crack part probably comes from from the crackling sound that the mic used to make back in the day. Um, uh, thankfully, technology thankfully technology a little bit better. But when we when we crack that mic open, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. So I, I think that's probably where it came from. So you know, I'll tell you, I'm talking to Tavis Smiley, the the winner of today's Freedom of Speech Award here at Hofstra University at the Talkers Convention. He's the owner of KBLA uh, radio station out in California. You know what I told a couple of the young people I was speaking with. It's just, you know, life in the media as your um, primary method of supporting your family, you know, it's precarious. Uh, You know, you could go work for a company and and you could stay there from the day out of college to the day you retired, 40 years. You know, you could go work at the NYPD and you're going to go 20 years of the fire department and then you're going to get your pension. You know, in the media, and and because, you know, I wear the hat of being a lawyer and being on the media in the world of the media. You know, they walk into your office. They ask, you get that memo. Please come and see me. And you know, you sit down. They're like, "Yeah, the company has decided to make some changes." And mm-hmm. after twenty-two years, twenty-three <laughs> years, eighteen years, you know, you're gone. And you're like, "Well, well, now what do I do?" So, you know, I think that is something that people have to, you know, take into account if this is what they're going to sign up for. Yeah. No. It's 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 uh, to your to your point. It's a, it's a precarious business, uh, and. You know, now now we are experiencing, you know, that uh, Hofstra, your station is a little bit different, but in the mainstream business of radio and television, there are like three companies that own everything, right? So, so there's always this, um, you know, this, this effort uh, to squeeze more profit uh, out of um, these institutions, out of these vehicles. And so invariably, to your point, you know, somebody's always getting pushed out. And technology, of course, you know, makes it even more difficult for, for those of us who uh, do what we love every day uh, to be on the vanguard uh, and to make sure that, that we stay. I'm, I'm concerned about AI. I mean, I, who knows? Well, AI I, you just took the word. You just, one day, you just took the words right out of my mouth. So I was just on a panel with a very prestigious uh, announcer who was on uh, 1010 Wins here in New York City for decades. And he said he was just in Prague. And their morning show is three AI computers talking to each wow. other. Wow! And he wow, said wow. he, you know, what, and his point was, it's not coming; it's here. That is yep. their morning show in Prague. Three mm-hmm. computers with their voices. You know, I'm sure they have one is a female and one is a male or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's coming across, and it's just computers talking to each other, and that blows my mind. Now, I will tell you this: a lawyer here in in the city just got in trouble. Because he relied on AI to do one of his motions, and it wound up the AI. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, okay, I saw put in all that. fake yeah, stuff, yeah. stuff that, and now the lawyers in a, in a world of pain. But uh, you know, it's interesting when you talk about the the, techno- the technology aspect of it. Um, Tavis Smiley, I have two minutes left. You know, you talk about yeah. the Freedom of Speech Award. You know, tell me what you think. You, you know, I, I brag about yourself a little bit. What do you think you did that that you uh, achieved such an accomplishment? You know, it's hard to know. Um, it's uh, I don't know what I necessarily did to deserve it, but I ain't giving it back. Number one, I'm going to keep it and take it back to Los Angeles <laughs> with me. Um, but secondly, I think they chose me in part because we're, we're cutting against the grain. We're climbing up the rough side of the mountain, if you will. I happen to be an African-American and a person of color. And talk radio in America for so long has been conservative and white and male-dominated. Uh, but that's not the way our country looks. And so well, I'm, I'm guilty. Of th- I'm guilty of three of those. 
not, not, not a problem. I, I ain't mad at you. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm white. <laughs> I'm white, and I'm a talk radio host. But I, I don't really go the conservative route. I kind of go no. with what I see is the truth. There you go. And that's what I said earlier. It's about it's about the truth, right? Seeking the truth, speaking the truth, and staying with the truth. And finally, I would just say, in addition to trying to be truthful every day, what we're trying to do at KBLA and our broader company is to make talk radio look and sound like America. We live in a multiracial, multiethnic, multicultural nation. There's no reason that talk radio shouldn't sound and look the same way. We're trying to do that. And I think that's what they ought to be today for the Freedom of Speech Award, which I was honored to receive. And I thank Talk is 23 for, uh, for, for, for restoring well, that for me today. Tavis Smiley, you are a fantastic guest. Congratulations on winning the Freedom of Speech Award here at the Talkers Convention. The owner of KBLA out in California. Uh, keep on doing the great work. We really appreciate you finding time to come on the show. Sandy, you are all the best. Thanks for having me on, brother. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to thank Joni Pelzer for booking that guest, who I thought was fantastic. Thank you, Joan. You are really a very special person. And um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I don't know, we have more guests in the studio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii, Spain, and Greece, too. I want you to join Joe Piscopo, our very own Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and Joe have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites, and a private, fun-filled dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. Next, you fly to Sicily for three nights in Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca, Forza de Argo, for sites of actual filming events from the iconic movie The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515 or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Strangers in the night, exchanging glances, wandering in the night. Frank Sinatra was on the top of the charts in 1966. You know what 1966 is? That's the year before I was born and the year that Joe Sibilio wishes 
he was born. This is very true. No, you probably want to be a little earlier there, right? You want a to little earlier. I was going to say 1936 so he could be on tour with but Sinatra. The problem that people point out to me is if I had been born in 1966, would my interest lie in uh, entertainment from 1916? Would I be interested oh, in the stuff yeah, that's older no, than that I, sort of a uh, universe question? Yeah, no, 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 I, I don't think so. I think, I, I, Sibili, I, I can look. You're an, you're an unfinished symphony. Before we talk about <laughs> a good way of putting it. Before we talk about um, news of the day, I want to give you a, a really cool, quick Padre Lou libation because it's going to be really warm. And uh, this one, uh, this is a, this this is a good one. Throw some gin and some lemon jo- juice. So like two two. Uh, shot glasses of gin and one of lemon juice. So it's going to be a very lemony uh, mixture, concoction. And I would use like a gin like Tanqueray that's got a real like a juniper flavor to it. And a couple of dashes of simple syrup and just shake those three really well so you mix them all up. Then pour it into a glass and Add three ounces of sparkling wine. I usually use a Prosecco. Just stir it a little bit and then put that into a uh, a flute glass. So you're making like into a champagne glass. And then if you garnish that with a lemon twist, it is really a bellissima fresca cocktail. So my parents are splitting. They go into Sicilia. God bless them. When Padre Lou comes back in two weeks, it'll be two weeks shy of 85. My mother, I, you know, uh, she'll talk her way through the whole island of Sicily. But I, I wish them a very, very wonderful trip. I hope the weather cooperates. Just think of Padre when you're putting some gin and lemon juice and a little simple syrup all together. I would eschew the simple syrup, especially if you're going to use a sweeter, maybe Prosecco. But Padre's into this sweet thing here. So gin, lemon, and simple syrup. Get that all mixed up. Then you add some sparkling wine. A little Prosecco, I would say. Throw it into a flute glass. And you know what? Sip, savor, and swallow. That's what we're saying. Very nice. Yeah. Sibelia, we got a couple minutes. You got any news of the day for me? Okay. So there's one story that uh, Joan was telling me about. Apparently, uh, the Roundabout Theater Company is going to be renaming its flagship theater, which is called the American Airlines Theater currently, uh, to honor uh, its uh, leader who had passed away, Todd Haynes. So they're going to rename that theater. And I think that's an interesting trend. The thing I like is when they rename a theater on Broadway, like they recently renamed the Court Theater. I think that one is now the James Earl Jones Theater, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, the nice thing is when they rename these theaters, they still keep in stone at the top the original name of the theater. Oh. So you don't lose that history entirely, but it's nice to be able to honor somebody, and I think that's a great honor for Mr. Hames for all he's done for the theater community. All right, there you go. From the alum here of Hofstra University, yes. Joseph Belia. Sean Novat, how are you, sir? Welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. Hi, thanks for having me. What is your role here in this empire? Well, uh, this empire gave me my role. I actually graduated from here 23 years ago. And I had a 15-year career in uh, professional radio. I now run the radio station over at Nassau Community College, about five minutes away from here. Uh, But my claim to fame is I was actually the first voice in this room that you're standing in in 1999. That's probably my biggest claim to fame. But, uh, yeah, Hofstra gave me my start. It's an honor to be on your show here on on 970. Thank you for having me. No, listen, the Um, honor's all ours to have you here. You're you're the original voice. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I was the the first voice here. You're like the Marconi of of Hofstra. (laughs) I am the Marconi. I am the Marconi of Hofstra. I don't know what you're saying. You're talking about news of the day. The biggest news of the day is Taylor Swift fans admitting that they wear adult diapers to her concerts. They don't miss anything. 
That's the bigger news story. <laughs> I, and they, you they wear adult diapers when you're in the studio because you can't miss an, a minute they, of your show. They, 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 no, I don't. I run out. I go, simple. And how, how much time I have? Is like, what, a minute, 30 seconds. Like, I'll be right back. I run down the hall. Like, where are you going? I, go, I got to go pee pee. Um, <laughs> Sean, Sean, why did you, you just say give, exactly just give like up my that. secret? He just gave up my secret. I mean, that's everyone. Wait, your secret, secret is you wear diapers? I, I, I told him that in confidence. Now he has to tell all of you. Oh, come on. But I, I wait for Tay Tay, you know. So I heard people waited at the concert two hours to buy. The merchandise. Merchandise. Yeah. It all sold out. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, overrated. look, I, you know, I, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to judge uh, people being overrated, not overrated, because I don't know anymore. Like, in other words, I've lost. Like Wait, all that Joni likes you, You'll her. be shocked that I like her a little bit. No. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I I, let me just tell you this, Sean, because, <laughs> uh, no, no, my, my wife and I were at a restaurant. Arthur was probably two or maybe three. So it was either three or four years ago. And it was a small restaurant. It was in the middle of nowhere. And there was Taylor Swift in the corner with, no. a, with a young man. Yes. And it was a quiet spot. It was obvious why she was there. And it was also a spot where people were going to respect her privacy, which they did. But as she was walking out, we were the only ones there with a the kid. She came over and she stopped. And she just said a quick hello. And she like, you know, she didn't really linger, linger. But she, she stopped her gait. And she looked at our son. And she's like, oh, he's very cute. Da, 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 da. So... You know, I'm I'm down with Taylor Swift. Did she's she ask there. to borrow some diapers for her fans? Uh, well, I, I, I don't think they would have fit. I mean, you know, but uh, see, the trick is to buy them before you go to the theater because if you buy them at the theater, they're way marked up. So, <laughs> oh, it's price gouging. Sure, no, but let me just go back. All kidding aside, yes. now people really admitted they wore diapers. Why they didn't yeah, want to miss a, a big, song? That was a big story today because the con- you know she was just in New Jersey this past weekend. For right, three well, I believe me, all my big shot friends. Were yeah, there. And, and it came out that the show is like one of the longest concerts ever. It's almost like a three hour concert. And okay, don't were- tell that about the Springsteen. Springsteen does four. Don't it's, diapers. It's it's wow. it, and and I'll be the one to say she's overrated. I'll say it. Okay, for you could say it. All right, I'm going to say it. it. I'm I'm sick of it. <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, you they- know that, that Katie, my wife, is home right now, probably shaking her fist, going, "Sean, that's fine. That's fine." I just lost she, my Katie's, a, to your Katie's house. a big uh, Taylor. She's probably sitting on the back deck right now with a cold cocktail going. Uh, she's part of Taylor's army. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's part of. She's, she's a Swifty. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's a Swifty. Before um, before we go, Andy, you are a big part of Hofstra and the this program. Talk to me a little bit about it. Well, you know, it, it's a, I have kind of a, a strange commonality with with all these programs because I do all the maintenance for Hofstra and for Salem and also for, that's why you walk around with the mop and the broom that's it and also at short station WHPC so as a, as a as an engineer I get to keep everybody's voices on the air it's an interesting job because I'm generally not in front of the microphone I'm usually fixing it or taking so it only Idala is making this error of putting in front of the microphone is that what it is pretty much and this has been two days in a row too I mean, yesterday we were at an incredible fundraiser yeah and, that was great and uh, but that's what I love about this job I I, I said to my wife last night I said this being a part of all these radio stations, especially you know, stations like WRHU, WHBC, and, and, and Salem, it, it takes you to all these amazing places. And you get to meet all these really interesting people. Like so, Joe Sibelius. Yeah. Just like Joe And you Sibelius. get to enjoy a lot of free food, which and is I, always I, nice. I mean, and, and, Arthur, and Arthur, I saw you eating that steak last night at the Richmond Hills Country Club. That You were on the bone on that steak. That was like, some literally. steak. Well, was, wasn't it legit? It was delicious. That was so cool. It was good. And I, 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 I told Katie, I said, this is what a great, what a great perk to Probably wasn't like the... Most uh, etiquette, uh, violating some etiquette, lifting up the actual bone. And oh yeah, it off the butt. <laughs> and I was cutting my little French fries with the fork and knife yesterday. Yeah. Well, I was you, concerned about etiquette at the country. So club. you are very, you know, you know how how my new friend Sean over here is yeah. talking about Taylor Swift being overrated, right? <laughs> your your degree of manners 
like you got manners a little overrated. You're very polite. I appreciate. You are that. very very polite. You you're always mindful of everything. It's that anxiety that we talk. Before about. I run out of time, Brendan, I want to thank you. You're behind the the controls over here. I appreciate. Uh, how old are you, man? Uh, I'm 20. 20. Yeah. My socks that I'm wearing right now are older than that. It's <laughs> okay. That's all right. And uh, young lady, are you ready for this summer? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say absolutely. Yeah, I know. You know what the sad part is? You, you think yeah. you're ready, but you're not. Yeah. In other words, we all yeah. work with Joan. Okay. And <laughs> we're going to be part of Joan's I army. Mean, you know, it's she's fantastic. I could never do this show. She makes this show so much better. I told you, she just got us a great, she got all these great guests today. Yeah. Um, I but, had 10 more. <laughs> yeah, she had 10 more. For, Joan is the greatest of all time. Yeah, she's the GOAT. So, yeah. So is everyone in this room. So is everyone in this room. What yeah. would you like to be when you grow up? Well, see, I'm still debating what I want to be when I grow up. But um, you want to be Taylor Swift? Of course, that's why I'm interning. Okay, Brendan. Yeah. Brendan, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, yeah, I want to do something with this, but more sports related. That's what I've well, been spending time Well, according to the dean, it's all coming to you. Uh, it's coming to you. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it. But thank you for coming in today. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Um, in breaking legal news, I saw that the guy who was driving the car that killed the two young boys not far from here, uh, the two young 14-year-old tennis players, they were, br- they were cousins How, or were they just friends? I forget. They were friends. They were just friends. So uh, the trial judge denied bail, and then the driver's attorney, who I know, Jimmy Kosaurus, he went to the appellate division, and then the, the appellate division just denied bail as well, saying, look, he's a flight risk. You know, he's facing life in prison, basically, because of this, this, this car crash. So that is a tragedy. But let's end on a high note. Everyone here at Hofstra, let's hear it for Hofstra yeah! University. What a fantastic institution. Woo! Congratulations to you guys. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll see you on Monday. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.